When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Cleverly for Sheringham. The Bermondorf. Does want to spare. And Defoe all the way. And to Welcome back to The Last Word on Spurs. As you should know by now, you can follow the show across a variety of different platforms. We are on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. You can also find us on Facebook and also not forgetting Instagram. On this edition of The Last Word on Spurs, we'll be looking back at the defeat to Manchester City at the weekend. We'll be taking a whole host of questions in the next hour. And finally building up to tonight's game against Brighton back in the Premier League. So, without further ado, let me introduce the chaps, giving us the therapy for the next hour. Back on the show, and delighted to have him, I've got Jason McGovern with me. Jace, how are you? All right, mate. Not too bad. Good, good, Jace. And joining Jason tonight, back on the show, he's becoming a regular now, we've got the brilliant and hilarious Sammy Power with us. Sammy, how are you? Yeah, very well, thank you, mate. Listen, we're all disappointed with the result, but I'm, a, I'm as upbeat as always. I'd rather be... Uh... I'd rather be getting beaten by one of the best teams in the world currently than uh, than getting circles run around us by uh, relegation fodder, mate. So we're still here, we're still fighting on. Yeah, it's a good point, it's a good point. And finally, last but not least, we're finally handing out a debut to a, a long-awaited one. And that's Mr Crackers on loan from Owen the Spurs. Crackers, how are you? Very well, thank you very much. Uh, very happy to be, be on. Thank you for the invite on. Very kindly up. Don't be silly, Crackers. Our pleasure. It's been a while since you touched base. Have you been well? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, loving the season overall. Not so much this weekend, mm. but uh, yeah, you know, take a bit of a broader view. And uh, oh, listen, we ain't battling Burnley for seventh, are we? So you know, no. that's that's all good. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Well, I tell you what, let's get right into the weekend's game. Jace, let me start with you. It's a free one to City, who again, Jace proved just maybe like December, the gulf between the two clubs is still some distance apart. I mean, would you say, Jace, the only slight positive to come out that weekend is we're still seven points ahead of fifth place Chelsea. United getting beaten, as Sammy said, also at the weekend. Um, and let's not sugarcoat or dress it down, Jace. I mean, we know our main kind of game coming up is going to be that FA Cup semi final. And obviously, imperative, of course, Jace, to get the Champions League football again. What did you make of the weekend's result? Well, it was simply enough. It was. We were deservedly beaten and we were well and truly beaten. And, uh, you know, maybe even the scoreline 
flattered us a little bit and we probably got a taste of of the the type of medicine we dish out to to plenty of other teams and we know now how their fans feel when 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 Tottenham are absolutely murdering them so it was a it's a difficult evening wasn't it but um and, and as you say the the gap between the two sides was was evident but in fairness if you took one look at the league table at kickoff and saw them 17 points ahead of us then the gap should have been pretty obvious to to people anyway but uh, yeah a lot of improvement when we play Manchester City but but uh, you know we're competitive with with 18 other sides well we're a lot more than than 18 other sides and uh, but City is he's a bridge too far for us at the moment that's for sure mm, can I ask you Jace Carl Woodbridge asked the question like most other sides we're not competing with City last week games have been totally outplayed what needs to change pattern of play against City or dare I say it the players what do you make of that one God, that's that's really hard to to go into. I mean, they're you know chucking a, a few hundred million at it might, oh, might come into it, <laughs> but but you know that's that's not so easy to do, is it for for Tottenham? And I think Pochettino alluded today to to making a faster start, but you know, I think what was Manchester City start? What did they win the first fifteen games or something like that, didn't they? Or mm. fifteen wins from sixteen? So it's very hard to keep pace with that. And as I say, when what's the gap between them and Manchester United today? That's got to be what, sixteen points, seventeen points between first and second, and for them to have won the league with five games to go, you know, even if you close the gap, it's going to be incredibly hard to try and overhaul that in in one summer. That's for sure. Yeah, that's very true. Let me ask you, bringing it into you, Sammy. Listen, a first league defeat of twenty eighteen, but I mean, like Jason alluded to, a very slow and sloppy start from us. Where did it come from, Sammy? You know, we've been a team that have been playing so well recently. You look at Man City, they've been going through their own, would you say, maybe loss of confidence after back-to-back defeats. Can you understand the slow start? And what do you put it down to, Sam? Uh, well, well, Jesus Christ, I'm going insane about the result. I'm going to need some company to get over that sterling oh, performance from Man City. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that, lads. Please don't look down. No, seriously. Well, you've got... It's like I say, it, Ricky... The, They've been absolutely mustard, Man City. Anybody mm. that loves football and watches them play, yeah. you know, must be admiring the type of football they're playing. And they've just been absolutely rollocked in two games. Liverpool United. Mm. They had a point to prove. It, they hadn't gone shit overnight. If you excuse my French, you know, yeah. it was good. They were gonna come hard on us. What I was disappointed about is, is it wasn't Tottenham's usual start, was it? You know, the the pressure. You would have no. thought, and and. You would have thought that Poch would have said to the guys, and maybe he did, and we didn't do it. Who knows? But their weakness has been when teams have gone at them. The the, Mm. the teams that have gone at them lately, they've folded under the pressure. So what do we do? We've been probably one of the most offensive teams next to Liverpool in the league all season. Our play has been so aggressive. And we just didn't show that in the early stages against City. So that's one thing I was disappointed about. But I must admit, it, you know, quite simply, you could look for excuses under the bed, but we were outplayed. Yeah, but what do you put down to, Sammy, that slow start? Can, can you put your finger on as to why there was a case of that? Because if anything, everyone was expecting Tottenham to fly out the blocks. Um, yeah, of, of course. You know, it, it wasn't like us, especially at home. Well, I say that, even away, we've just been... Absolutely flying, and no, I was. I was scratching my head at the. Um, we sort of seemed to sit back, and uh, our line was high as usual. You know, Sterling was slipping past Davidson mm. Sanchez. He, he he was flying past him, wasn't he? And that was rare because he's been like a rock. Yeah, it was just all out of character a little bit for us. You know, I, I feel like we needed a bit of a shake. Yeah, very true. Let me bring you in, Crackers. Listen, as we've said, we've only lost twice in the league since the 28th of November, and both of those were against champions, you know, in Manchester City now. The other matches, 13 victories, four draws. Do you have to have a bit of perspective, Crackers? What do you think? Yeah, but broadly, you, you do you do have to take the broader view. It's You you really can't moan. I mean, start of the season, everybody went, oh, Wembley's going to be a nightmare. Um I can't see us making Champions League. So if you'd have offered um, what we've got now at the start of the season, everyone to a man, woman and child would have taken it. No doubts what, whatsoever. Semi-final with the FA Cup, position where we are in the league. <clears throat> As you say, only only lost uh, a couple of times. It's been, been brilliant, really. Um, but Saturday itself, it, it's odd. 
because we're better than that. Yeah. We are. We are better than that, and that was a disappointing thing. There's no shame in losing to them. They're a fantastic side. That you know, it's, it's you look at them, you think to yourself. Uh, if only we had the oil money. But being Spurs, if 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 we had an oil baron coming and buy us the very next day, they'd find a way to run cars on water, wouldn't they? That'd be just <laughs> yeah, our luck. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the thing is, though, crackers. Can I just say on top of that? I mean, you you say you give us the money, right? And 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 they loaded us with the dough to go out and buy who we wanted. The way we've been playing lately. My opinion is there's been that many players that I wouldn't replace. You know, I, mm. when Spurs are, are being Spurs and they've been on form, I don't think yeah. there's that many players in the world you could you, you could bring in to no. replace them. You know, no. they just are literally City are just on the form. They're on fire, and, yeah. and obviously they, they, they brought the game to us, didn't they? No, but we didn't look like we relaxed enough mm. when we when we've gone out against say like no disrespect to Huddersfield but when we played Huddersfield at home the players will take a bit of a chance they'll knock that 30 yard ball mm. because of who they're playing they relax they, they take that little bit of a chance that little bit of a to dare to do attitude and we was really lacking that on Saturday we were like we were so frightened of making mistakes that we actually made those mistakes because we yeah, were we so gave frightened them too much respect those. didn't we exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah, as you said you know Liverpool Get, give them respect, but only to a certain amount. And then went, well, you know what? We're good enough to give you a, a game we'll, yeah. and we'll give you one. And if we'd have done that, then maybe a bit different. Because when we went two down from sort of 25, 30 minutes onwards, we had them rattled. We did actually yes. have them on the back foot. We got a little bit lucky with, our, with the goal, but we looked a little bit better. We relaxed. It was almost as if like, oh, you know, the game's gone now. And, you know, we, the old shoulders dropped a little bit, a little bit more relaxed. And, and, and we started to match them, you know. We, we started to get a little bit, bit in there. It was, uh, yeah, bizarre. And a bizarre, bizarre lineup as well. I can't, I can't get Lamella over Son. It's just like... That's you know, a tough one to swallow. Yeah, that 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 didn't sit right with me. I mean, who am I to question Pochettino? But that I don't know. Some Son just seemed a natural choice in that game to me. Which well, you know, what? it's funny you said that, crackers, because that is, seems to be the debate all season, doesn't it? It's either Lamella and Son, or then no, it's obviously Mora. There was a lot of calling for Mora, and obviously a good game towards the end of that. Let me ask you, Jace. There does seem to be that perception. I think I asked you this back on a different show we've done this season. That whenever there's the opportunity. To feel Lamella if he's fit, and despite Sonny's run of form, Pochettino does seem to favour picking Lamella. Is that just down to the work rate he offers? Because, you know, Crackers makes a great point there. I think we really missed Sonny that first half. We missed his energy, we missed his pace. Um, but again, you understand why he picks Lamella because he feels in his mind that the work rate he offers you against a city team that you're going to need to press him. That was maybe hence why he was selected. But could you understand Sonny's omission at the weekend? I don't think he necessarily picks picks Lamella over Son all the time. I mean, we go back to Bournemouth. Sonny started, and Lamella it was that came on when when Harry Kane got injured. They both played at um, at Chelsea, and then at Stoke last week, Sonny played and Lamella didn't. I think where Lamella gets the the nod over Sonny is maybe in some of those big games where he fears the other side will will have more of the ball than we did. Pick Lamella what in in Turin, didn't he? And he picked him picked him yesterday but and and of course they both played at, at Swansea when when Lamella was excellent and we won what 3-0 down at Swansea so you know Lamella's when he's played lately has has been a, an asset to the team Sonny I always feel is an asset to the team and we it's very difficult to pigeonhole four players into to three positions behind Kane without even thinking of where, where the hell Lucas Moura gets a start from I can understand why he went with Lamella as I say I think he was more worried with them having the ball than than normal. It, it it's a gamble. It didn't come off. But I'm the thing is, though, Jason, don't you think that Son? So, so sorry to interrupt you there, mate. But my opinion, now I've got to say, I'm I'm torn. I'm probably like everybody. I'm 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 torn. But Son starts his game so aggressively and so quickly. And wouldn't you think with the way they've been folding under aggressive, uh, aggressive fast-paced football city. Mm. That's where they've been flapping. Yep. You'd put the players that turn that heat on, and that's what Huming Son does. He turns the heat on. So why is he not there? You know, it's, it's, Go on, Jace, answer that one. one can, you, can you answer that, Jace? <coughs> well, I think it's very difficult, isn't it? As, as I say, I can understand why he picked Lamella. I could have understood if he'd have gone with Son. But, 
but um, I think this, like I always say with team selections, there's no guarantee that if Sonny plays, there's any difference in the outcome or the style of the game. That's all. I'm certainly not going to sit here and say to Pochettino when, when he's the one that's worked with them all week, you got it totally wrong and you should have picked X and you should have picked Y and you should have played with the different tactics and your setup should have been different and you haven't got a clue what you're doing when, when the man's just what one. We're unbeaten for 20 games going into the game. So, you know, mm. he knows more than me, and I just accept that. Mm. But, Look, like I say, I can understand why he goes for Lamella. I could have understood if it was Sonny. You all know I'm a massive fan of Sonny, mm. and I love watching Sonny in the team. But there are, sure. you know, he, he went with Lamella in Juve, and it really worked in Juve, didn't it? Rather than going with Sonny. So, mm. it's, it's, it's a toss of a coin for me between the two of them for a game against Manchester City, and he, he went with Lamella. It didn't work out, so be it. Okay, well, let me ask you, Crackers. Chris Lawton says, Please, guys, can you help me decide if Lamella is any good or not? I love the way he moves with the ball, but it never seems to amount to anything. And he made me wince one or two times against Man City, and it frustrated me. Should he be starting ahead of the likes of Son and Mora? What do you make of that one, Crackers? Lamella is the latest in a line of those Spurs players that absolutely divide the fan base. Oh, completely We've polarises, doesn't he? All completely polarises yeah. it, yeah. We had it with Carrick, we had it with Waddle, uh, we had it with Modric. They they absolutely divide opinion. Some people will not give them the time of day, and others are like, no, they're they're, they're the real they're the real deal. I I like him. I do I do really like him. He he didn't seem to get much of a sniff on Saturday. I think they done a bit of a job on him, and they didn't give him. You know, he just didn't seem to be quite at it on Saturday. I I do. I do like him. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm a real. I'm at a crossroads with him. No, I would have expected a little bit more than what he's giving at the moment. Um, I know he's really highly rated in Argentina um, amongst like the Argentinians, but I, I don't know. I, I do like him, but he has got a kick on for me. He, he does have to now. We're coming to that period, though, Crackers. I think we're coming around that 18-month period where there's going to be argument either we are going to give him a new deal or we're going to sell him. On the basis of what you've seen so far since he's come back from injury, where would you be on that fence? Would you be offering him a new deal or would you be a case of where maybe we should look to cash in whilst there might be a bit of, I don't know, sell-on value on there at the moment? Yeah, I think I think he de- he definitely he definitely stays as you say he's come back from a real long layoff so you know th- th- these sort of things can take a good while to come back so he's definitely he stays for me season, he stays yeah, for me to, mm. to to look at and, uh, and and then make a decision from there but I mean Saturday as controversial as this may be for me Kane doesn't look fit yet and I and oh. I may have may not have played Kane. And then you could have played Son and Lamella and uh, uh, um, oh, my name's gone completely out of my head now. I shouldn't have drunk all this wine today, should I? <laughs> <laughs> you could have played the three the three we played against Bournemouth when uh, Kane went off and we looked a different side then, didn't we? Uh, we had, uh, yeah, it was, uh, Son, Son Lamella, Ali, we played, didn't we? We had... Uh, we, had, we had the three of them sort of rotating up front. Um, maybe Kane just looked very subdued. I don't think he's quite it, right yet. It's but... interesting you should say that because I, I, I agree. I agree with you there. And, you know, everybody wants to say... I'm sorry uh, uh, for putting in there, uh, Ricky. That's all right. Again, as per usual. Don't be serious. Um, right. Go for it. Uh, it. It's funny you should say that. It's, I completely agree with you. Uh, and, and we all want Kane in the team, don't we? We mm. We do. But do you know what? The one thing I really noticed in this game, and if you watch it back, it, it's, it's, it's as clear as day. You, when Kane was out, we, we had this conversation on, on, this is a hard show for me because I've only ever been on after wins. But the, um, um, you know, when you look at when Kane wasn't there mm. and everybody was having to club together, Ali, he, the position that he took, the senior role that he took to be a lot more forward, Yep. He was so much more offensive. He was riding the line. He was getting caught offside a couple of times because he was so high. He, he was jumping into Kane's position. And you saw him as such a better player. Listen, he's absolutely classy in all the position he plays in. Yep. But Kane being back and not being able to give that 100% made Ali sit back. And, and, and it, I think it just had this, this knock-on effect moving back down the field. I think it was really apparent when you watch it back. One word answer. Is Kane starting the semi-final or not, though? No brainer, yes. isn't 
Yes. Yeah, because the way Manu set, sets up it suits suits having Kane playing up top. Um, the way teams like City and Bournemouth set up, it doesn't suit. It suited us to have that that setup of those three rotating up front. So, as much as I love Kane and he's absolutely world class, no denying it. Sometimes. There are there are games where it suits us not to have a set, a target man. I think, and City may have been one of those nights as Bournemouth was, but in the semi final, no, that's a Kane game for me. Okay, Jace, let me go back to Kane for a second. Antonio asked the question: Do you think Kane's rushes recovery to keep pace with the Golden Boot race? He does seem to be off it at the moment. Is that something you could agree with? I think on the the surface, it can make it look like it for us, but. But you know, they've. I mean, if we think about it, he came back for for what? He came back on the bench for Chelsea. He had a week between Chelsea and Stoke. He's had another week between Stoke and City. So you know, he's been back enough time. He must have shown his fitness on the training ground. Maybe he does look sharp on the training ground. But but he, he certainly didn't have his anywhere near his best game on Saturday. But you know, some people can have the odd bad game anyway. I wouldn't. <laughs> He's definitely hungry for that golden boot. We know of that course by, he is, yeah. by claiming claiming the goal at Stoke. And uh, you know, he's has that, has that affected that him, Jase? But... Do you think that's affected him at all? Because he's even said Pochettino in his post uh, pre match conference before this one that Kane does that does take a bit of an effect on him mentally. It has hurt him a little bit. The um, it has been ridiculous. It's gone way over top. This proportionate blame about he's claiming everything yeah, now. Can that affect the player at all, Jace, when he goes on the field of play? It's ridiculous. I don't think it does when he actually goes on the field of play. I'm sure when he sits there in in his armchair in the evening and he's he's seeing on social media or he's hearing jokes constantly told him, oh, Jordan Henderson said you should have claimed this. And mm. he sees all the images and the, such guy. And I'm sure, he, he, I mean, he may laugh about it. But no, I don't think once he goes onto the pitch, he's, he's thinking, oh, you scored the winning goal in the 1966 World Cup final and things like that. I mean, it's... It's ridiculous. But it's, I like his drive for, for that. Yeah, you know, I, I do like that, the drive. The fact that he wanted it was... Yeah, of course. You know, it's, it's human behaviour. If, if you went home and added another notch to your bedpost with a 10 out of 10 misses and your mate claimed credit for, for wording her up, you'd be absolutely <laughs> fuming, wouldn't you, mate? You wouldn't let that go around the classroom, would you? No, but you wouldn't. At the end of the day, you know, he's, he's fighting for what he wants. He, you know, he's, he's and that goal scoring, that... that that, that tenacity to want it all. I mean, that's what winners are made of. It's a winning attitude for me. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. Spot on. That's, that is that spot on. And listen, if somebody like Kane tells you they got a touch, they got a touch because... He's, he's not a liar, just... is he, Crackers? He doesn't strike no, him as a liar. No, he's, no. He's believe, if, if, you, if you came home and you'd cooked a great big chocolate cake, I mean, you came in and it was all smashed to bits and he had chocolate all around his mouth and told you he hadn't eaten any of it, you'd believe him. You know, you'd be, there'd be some, some other way he got chocolate around his mouth because he's just that type of lad. Like mm-hmm. he's just, he's not gonna, he's not gonna do it. You saw his reaction as the as the ball went in. You could tell he'd got a touch. He was straight away. I touched it. I touched it. So, he, yeah, he's just. But it's exactly that. The winners and strikers. They're greedy. I want my strikers to be greedy. I want them, even if there's an easy layoff for a goal, I still want them to have a go at it. That's what makes world class. They're the ones that will get on the end of them, aren't they? Though crackers. They're the they're the players that will find a way to get the toe to it. They're the players that stay on the feet Mm. when they could go down in the box. And that's exactly what he is. You see it all with him. I've got absolutely no issues with Harry Kane. It's so easy. Can I just say it, right? Yeah, go for it, Sam. I've got to say, it's it's so easy. I'm getting sweaty now. I'm I'm ready now. I'm into it now, Ricky. You ready? (laughs) I'm ready. It's so easy to get pissed off with everyone after one bad game in it and and, and, yes. and and i say one bad game we got we got a footballing lesson from 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 the champions so you know so what i mean it's so easy to look at all the 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 the, the, the should have been the has beens the the yesterdays with, with the game but we've been absolutely brilliant you know if there was a trophy for most improved team we'd be we'd, we'd have won it and you know it's uh, it's it's so hard to say something negative uh, and, and try and pick the, the, the points about everybody. Yeah, We've not even discussed the game yet and we're 22 minutes in. This is going to be a fun pod. Um, I've got to say, chaps, just to go back to the team news of the weekend, let me come round to you, Jace. No Toby Adeviroad again in the matchday squad. A third consecutive weekend. We're not too sure he's going to play tonight against Brighton. Um, but the argument's going to be, Jace, if Adeviroad is in that defensive line against the Man City and Juventus, do we concede the goals that we do? Or is there a case to... 
you know, say that's just too easy to, to say that. What, what do you make of that comment, Jase? Because some of the goals, you listen, you would say they're a lot more defendable if you've got a top-class defender in Toby Adavira managing that back line. Well, they've been a lot better with Toby in the back line if it's the Toby of six months ago. But if, if it's the Toby that hasn't kicked a ball for, or hasn't kicked a Premier League ball for six months and and was given the runaround by Rochdale and hasn't played since then, then I don't really see how, how Manchester City would have struggled to give him the runarounds if Rochdale were able to. You know, a, a Toby of, like I say, a Toby of October when he was playing week in, week out may well make a difference. But, you know, then you're talking about a change of shape and I just I don't think it's as simple as just saying if Toby Alderweireld is fit, we, we don't concede those goals and we win the game. Because, you know, Guardiola may well have, have set his team up differently and things like that. It's the, the margins. Yeah, are I mean, listen, you just it, can't it, say it. You, it it you doesn't I don't would think have it matters who is in defence. and Z have played, mate. It's, mm. You can't do that. Go on, Sally. Honestly, mm. I just don't. I, I think you could have put me with one year old cockapoo in defence and, and we would have still had problems. The bottom line is, mate, it doesn't matter. If, if Toby Elderwood, by the way, I mean, we say we want him there. We don't want anybody there who doesn't want to pull the shirt on no, of course we don't. play for the club, and, yeah. and, as we've discussed previously. But I just I don't think with the, the four Man City we're in, I don't think it would have mattered, mate. I mean, Davidson Sanchez has been an absolute rock. He's been brilliant. One of my favourite players so far to watch. I keep my eye on him all the way through the game. I'm, I'm becoming a massive fan. And Sterling was murdering him, mate. Wasn't it? Mm, it, it was, was it was heartbreaking to see. We were just on our back foot all the way through it, and it and it was coming. Crackers, let me no ask you. What. Let me ask you, Crackers. You know, you're uh, fresh voice of the pod this season. What have you made of the Adaviral situation? Um, and would you have picked him if he's fully fit going at defence on Saturday? If he's if he's fully fit, but there's this supposed issue about him uh, wanting out then Pochettino gets absolutely my back in and I'll take uh, a few mistakes off of Sanchez as he, as he learns because, uh, and Pochettino reminds me so much of Alex Ferguson in this respect. You're either 110% his man mm. or you're gone. You're dead. That's it. You're, you're finished. And Fergie done it with so many. He done it with Yapstam. He done it with Roy Keane. He done it with Beckham. Every one of them. And it's exactly that. If he, if he's, if he's not playing because he's not, he's not signing, then that's fine by me and we'll just have to suck it up while Sanchez, you know, learns his trade a little bit more because at his age and his experience, I mean, you know, he, he played in Holland and uh, that that division, you know, that's, <laughs> that, that's nowhere near Premier League level. So to come in and do what he's done at his age, he's been, he's been incredible. Yeah. So, yes, play play Sanchez over, over Toby and let him make his mistakes. He'll make a few, but let him, let him learn his craft because he looks like he wants to be there and, and, and stay, obviously, and Toby doesn't. So Pochettino on this gets my 100% back in. He made a great point think, about Sanchez. I, Go on, Jace. I think as well the big problem with it, Rick, regardless of who was at the back, was that that I thought Dembele and, and Eric Dyer would, would do better in their midfield with Fernandinho particularly missing. But but their their midfield players were able to pick passes through to Sterling, pick passes through to Sanchez, pick passes through to you know De Bruyne was able to play. They could find Sane at will, and we just didn't compete in that midfield battle. They were able to pass around us, and we looked the really static side that we did at the Etihad in that respect. So you know I think even with Toby in there, they still found their passing angles and routes. Might have been hard and might not have been, mate, but. It's, it's, you know, to this, let's not forget Toby was in a side that, that let in three to West Ham in the second half. Mm. So, uh, you know, it, it's not like we, he was part of the point. side that let in five at Newcastle. Yeah. And, and they, I'm not blaming Toby for that, but for people that just come out and say, oh, if Toby plays, we don't concede it. Well, do we never concede a goal when Toby does play then? It's, it's ridiculous mm. to say we wouldn't concede. You know, he went to Manchester City last year, Toby. We conceded two to Manchester City. He went off, but we didn't concede after he went off. So, and we came back to draw 2-2. Two, two. So you can't just say if Toby plays, we don't concede those goals. It's, it's silly to say that. 
I mean, you would say, Jay, so the opening period of that game, you could say the goal was coming. You know, in the first minutes, you had Silver playing Sterling behind that Spurs defence. You had Dyer switch off and let him go. Sterling chipped it to the back post, and Sane, Jay, so was unmarked, volleyed against the post. I mean, that could have been 1-0 before we even, you know, in the first seconds. You could just see that goal coming. I mean, we have to bear in mind what we said about Sanchez. He's 21 years old. He's going to learn. And the argument is, Jay, so look, we were 14 games unbeaten, league games, that is, between, obviously, Jan Vertonghen and Sanchez there. You know, if he's exactly. going to learn, he's going to have to learn in these kind of games, isn't he? That's the only way this kid's going to improve, isn't it? Well, of course it is. And, and, and as I say, in fairness to him, yes, you know, Sanchez could do better with, with, with some of the goals. But you've got to look at that. You win as a team and you lose as a team. And like I say, if if Sanchez is struggling with that, you've got to look at how easy it is for them to throw those balls through and think, right, we've got to stop that ball at source. We can't just stand off of Vincent Company and let him, him pick a long pass straight down the middle. We should be stopping it at source. So, you know, Sanchez is, is the later mistake, but there's other mistakes before Sanchez is one in the first place. Yeah, it's a fair point. Let me ask you, come around to you, Sammy. We talked there about, obviously, Sanchez are defending for that first goal. Is it a bit strange that after all of their ball playing, you know, football, that the first goal comes from a ball over the top from company and Hazus runs on and scores it? I mean, you couldn't make it up, could you? That we press them and the ball comes over the top? Uh, mate, I just, again, I'm, I'm, I'm torn because they're not the normal mistakes that we no. make. You know, it's, it, it's difficult to, to critique, isn't it, on, on, on this show about that game? Because if we were doing it week in, week out, I'd be fucking seething. Mm. But we're not. It was no. simple little mistakes to the champions. And you've got to be ready for anything when you're playing a team like Manchester City. You know, uh, how do you prepare for it? Wasn't like us at all, um, uh, but yeah, it, it was pretty ironic, wasn't it? As well, and you know, you could tell as well. I'm sure we're probably going to touch on this with, uh, but you could tell that Hugo was flapping a little bit as well. I mean, what yeah. he, he, he's, he's, he wasn't his usual self. He was panicking, and he's got the chance to do that in big games, and you know, he's he's got the potential. Sorry, to do that in big games, he he sometimes does flap and. Uh, you know, you do know it's it's a massive game. Yeah, let me come round to you, crackers, and ask you about Hugo. I mean, the second goal, I think we kind of describe it as an absolute mess. I mean, he he brings down Stone outside the box. The ref gives a penalty, and Gundogan subsequently goes on to score. But I mean, crackers, it's absolutely reckless goalkeeping. Is it from Hugo? I mean, there's another phrase for it. Can you could you believe your eyes when he came out like that? Was there a reason to come out like that? Crackers? Uh no, uh, yeah, it, it, it seemed a little bit bit rash didn't it from him and uh but this is always a problem with goalkeepers you they make a mistake and they're absolutely glaring mm. they yeah. you know if a striker a striker can miss it a shot four five times in a game and then all of a sudden he pops up gets one and wins you the game and you're like you don't even remember those four or five howlers what, wasn't a shots. penalty though crackers was it no, wasn't a pen no. though mate was it stupid no, behavior but- Come on, that was it was ridiculous. Yeah, Whatever, it, I was shaking yeah. my head. I was shaking my head like a bull in a china shop. I was like, Hugo, yeah. why? But you, you know, wasn't a pen. But, it's not that. But, but, Should he know better than crackers? Should he know better at his level, his experience? <laughs> I I don't I don't know. I think he's he's got that in his locker sometimes, hasn't he? But as an as an every keeper, I mean, it's only maybe the hair that doesn't really that doesn't make that silly mistake. Neuer, and then apart from those two in world football, uh, everybody else is often pulls out those like that that rashness. You know, there's there's that silly silly mistake and error of judgment in them so unless you've got one of those sort of what two top world goalkeepers you are going to get a little bit of this from your keeper every now and then but again like the, the game like keepers you have to look at them a little bit holistically and as a whole and he saves us so many points more than he loses us so if if you look to get rid of him where do you go? Who, well, who, do you, who do you go and get to replace see, that's, him? That's this is the argument, thing. isn't it, Crackers? The cost to try and bring in someone better. I mean, well, God knows how much it's yeah. going to cost us. But what I do want to say, Jace, last week, many people said that maybe we gave Hugo too much of an easy ride. So let me ask you, Jace, being a bit brutal here. It has been three mistakes in his last three consecutive games. Um, the one on Saturday, listen, uh, we've said it was completely reckless. You know, do we have to start maybe looking towards the future and looking at other goalkeepers out there? Or again, do you think that's still going OTT? Because we can't go away from it, Jason. It was, as we've said, say it again, it was an absolutely horrendous mistake to make at a point in the game where we're still very much in it. 
you know, granted, like Sammy says, it's not a penalty, but he's given us a situation where, you know, it's, something's going to be given there. A decision's going to be given, and it's a decision that, in the game, didn't have to be made. Well, I've, I've always said, haven't I, if you give the referee a decision to make, mm. you can't be too angry if it goes no. against you. Sometimes no. it will. And, and on the flip side of it was, had a defender made that type of challenge, he could quite easily have been sent off for it as well. Yeah. Where you know what? A goalkeeper Jason, to get away a, with it. So, that's the point I was going to make, you know, yeah. because he made the mistake of giving the penalty, mm. but... If he'd have seen that as outside the box and a free kick, there's every chance Hugo would have been retarded for that. Yeah. So and then, and then yeah. he'd miss the semi-final anyway, so he wouldn't even have that decision. To yeah, make. then you are in the madhouse if you lose your keeper like that. So, yeah. but that, yeah, but but the ref was as poor for them as he was for us. Is a point I made on on Twitter because mm. Ben Davies should have gone off really for That's that, awful. For that, that could have on, on company. Off, it was yeah. that was that was awful. And he didn't he didn't mean it. He's he, again he's like Kane. He's just not got that in his locker. It was just poorly timed. He hasn't done him. Um, but he, he should have gone. He should have gone for that. So I mean, yeah, the, the ref, ref was, was 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 poor for both sides. Can I just say this? Go on, Sammy. Uh, Ricky, yeah, yeah, go going on. back. He, he's got for, for me, mate. Though he's got better because he's he's nervy moments only come along once in a while. Do you know what I mean? They used to be nearly every but day. But people will argue, Sammy. After... The last three, though, people argue the last three games we've seen nervy moments. Is that fair? We have seen clangers okay. in the last three. I'd like I'd like to see that if if you drew a pros and cons chart mm. about what he's done compared to what he's slipped up on. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, some oh, of his yeah. moments be ahead. are yeah, clangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clangers. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you do go, wow. But you know, again, same old scenario. I, want, I don't want to sound like a broken record on this show. Who would you replace him with? Who's mm. available? I mean. <laughs> There isn't anybody, he, he, for me, and I mean, he can make mistakes as well, by the way. I absolutely love Hugo Lloris. Mm. By the way, if you're listening, Hugo, I've got a bottle of Chateau Neuf to pap, call me. <laughs> but the, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, he, he, he is, the things he's done for the club, I think he, you know, when, when, other, when other players see that we've got players like Hugo Lloris captain in goal, that, and, you know, the French French yeah, He's captain, very well respected in the French dressing room. We know so that. Well yeah, he's well respected. He, he, he bring, mm. He's one of the biggest names we had at one point, you know? Yeah. The club's growing around players like Hugo Lloris. So, yes, he's made mistakes. Yes, he's forgiven, in my opinion. Okay. Well, let me just ask a couple of questions on then, Hugo, before we move on. Jace, over to you. John Wardell says Lloris has had no competition for years. He's a great shot stopper, has saved us numerous amount of times, but has a lack of competition led to the complacency? Is that a fair question, Jace? Uh, it's a fair question, but for me, no, it's got absolutely nothing to do with, with complacency. And, and I think there was another questioner there that, that says, should he be left out so he refocuses? I don't think it's anything to do with refocusing or anything to do with complacency or anything else. He's just not playing as well as, as he has been. And he's certainly having a, a real dip in form just at the wrong stage for us. But I don't think it's, it's to do with complacency or anything like that. He's, at least, just, at least he didn't come on as a mate, substitute. <laughs> At least he didn't come on as a substitute keeper in the in the Europa League for 50 seconds and concede away. Go on, have a bit of that, you gunners. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy's off again. Sammy's off. Wind him up and let him go. Brilliant. Um, can I ask you, Crackers? Daniel Long says, don't get me wrong, Hugo has been fantastic and the best goalkeeper for his Spurs lifetime. Who would there be like you, though, say, you know, Crackers? He says, Butland, Forster, a black thoughts. Anyone else come to mind, Crackers? Or is it just like I say, a blank at the moment in terms of keepers in the future for us? Um, there's a young lad uh, in, in Italy, very, very young keeper. I can't think of his name now. It's a really odd name. Oh, is, it the Milan, the AC, I mean, is it the AC Milan keeper? The young kid? I'm trying to yes, it is. yeah. 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 Donnarumma. Is that, is that Jason? Donnarumma. Donnarumma. Sounds yeah, good, doesn't it? That's him. Good. That's, yeah, that, that. <laughs> That's that's the girl. Um, that's the yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take he, her. <laughs> he, 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 he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. But great keepers are such a premium. You go, you, you, you've got to try and prize him away to start with. Yeah. And then he is only young. And it's there's just, no guarantee, Craig, he's going to make it in the Premier League, is it? That's the other thing. No, no. He chucked one in for Woolwich, didn't he? Well, he, actually, you could see a really soft goal against Woolwich. The other, yeah. the other thing with Donnarumma, that I can tell you is no chance is that his agent is Mina Raiola who wanted, what, £25 million to put send Pogba to Man United and I think he had a massive 
bust mm. up about wages in that last year. So any any player that works with Mina Raiola or or what's the other one, George Mendes and that, you can forget yeah. about any of them coming to Tottenham. Right? He's, he's yeah. got to find the money for all the hair dye somewhere. Anyway. <laughs> oh. but let me tell you this, right? What's happened with, with Paulo Gazaniga yet? Okay, he had he played his first game for Tottenham, didn't he? Um, and Palace, Palace. He got man of the match. He did. So we've got, you know, have we seen enough of him? I mean, dare we talk about mm. him over Vorm? Obviously not, but, you know, we've got... We've got a third choice keeper that every time I, when I've seen him play, looks absolutely mustard. Mm. We'll have to yeah, see. Where does yeah, he fit in? Right. Yeah. Let me know. Ask a crack before we let's, before we move on to Hugo. There's a lot of fans that will say out there. Listen, we often demand loyalty, respect from players. Whoever wears our shirt is going for a rough patch. Therefore, instead of slaughtering him, should we not just be trying to get behind him, crackers? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, the goalkeeper is a horribly unique position it's just you and you've got nobody that can cover for you there's no nowhere to go if you're in a center two in the middle and you're having a pony game then the man next to you can come across can do a bit of running for you can do this ditto the central defensive power even up front, if there's your attacking midfielder can cover a bit for your striker and vice versa, can drop off a little bit. So you've always got somebody next to you that could do a bit of running for you or a little bit of cover. You can hide a little bit outfield. Out In goal, you can't. It's just, it, it, that's the horrible, horrible uniqueness of it. It's just you and you alone. So everything just looks 10 times worse when you make a mistake. So, yeah, you, you have to, you've got to back him. You, you have to back him simply because he's a class keeper who's had a couple of uh, iffy games and you, you, you just can't replace him. Well, you, you can, but it's just going to cost you fortunes and it might not work out. So, yeah, definitely, definitely back you, go 100%. Jace, fair to say of that game, there'll be not many players that will deserve potentially a, a personal mention, but one of them, Christian Eriksen, Jace, only want to give him a mention. 14th goal of the season, second versus City. Jace, he's also scored, as we said, this season against Chelsea, Man United, Juventus and Real Madrid. You know, Kane played in Eriksen, who shot, hit the defender before it rebounded across to Eriksen. What did you make of his game, Jace? Because apart from the goal, was he pretty quiet? Well, I thought it was quite ironic that Kane got the assist for Eriksen. Yeah, after a week he's had. It was quite a nice bit of, uh, of symmetry in that. Um, I thought Eriksen was one of our better players. But he, he didn't have the, the he didn't have the, the impact on the game that he has had recently. Yeah, Vertonghen was head and shoulders out oh, best was. player yeah. by by a long long way, mm. and he's the only one that would have really come out of it feeling genuinely happy with his performance. But you know, again, because we didn't dominate the ball, we didn't win it enough places. Did we get the ball to, to Ericsson in the areas that we really needed to, and and did we get him the ball enough? So it's. You know, it's very difficult for him. I think it's just a, a, a flat performance from so many. But that, that key central midfield area for me was where we, we just lost that battle. And, and all of them really struggled to defend properly and, and go forward properly. It was, it was difficult for Ericsson. But, you know, there were still moments of quality from him. And as you say, it was a, it was, it was a nicely finished. OK, he gets a little bit of luck with the goal. But the, the actual run for the goal and the combination with Kane was, was excellent. Yeah. Questioning Sammy here from Terry Belton who says, Should anything happen to Ericsson? We have nobody to fill in that void. City have choice of riches. We cannot expect to compete on all four fronts next season with such limited midfield playmakers. What do you think? Well, it's a fair question. It's a fair comment, to be fair. Uh, Christian Ericsson is, in fact, that. He is irreplaceable. Yeah. Um, but how much would it is. cost to get another one, Sammy? Well, That's the, the well, none. None, mate. Some mm. things in life are priceless. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you that. And uh, Christian Eriksen, to us at the moment, is just that. Mm. You try and put a you try and put a price tag on his head. Oh, don't, don't let Daniel Levy. Yeah. Be... <laughs> hey, listen, hey, listen. Yeah, if you're listening as well, Daniel Levy, uh, get Hugo to call me. <laughs> but no, seriously, right? If 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 you if somebody went in for two hundred for two hundred mil and you'd be like, oh, you've got to take it because I'm listen. I'm not saying Christian Eriksen's worth mm. two hundred million, but if we sold him for that, you'd still be pissed off, wouldn't you? Because oh, you he's that much of a playmaker. He's that important to Tottenham at the moment. Mm. We've been saying it week in week out. He's the glue. He's the heartbeat. Whatever name we want to call him, mm. he, he, he is. He has been an absolute magician for us at the moment. He's he, we we haven't got anybody to fill it. You're right, Man City. That when we talk about the money, when we talk about what they've spent 
that's what they've done. They've added depth. They've yeah. bought people that they don't necessarily need, mm. but when they have bought them on, that fresh pair of legs and that talent is has, has, has really helped them. We don't have that depth. No, we don't. I mean, Do you crap. know what, Rick? Go on, Jason. I was just going to point on that. If Christian Eriksen missed two or three games, he'd be a massive miss. Mm. But I'm, I'm a big believer that if, if Christian Eriksen picked up a bad injury and you lost him for a long time, there was a time when we'd have said, we can't cope without Harry Kane. Now we're saying we perhaps shouldn't play him, we'd rush him back from injury. <laughs> there was a time we'd have said, when, when Toby went off with a hamstring injury against Madrid, our season was gone. We won't make the top four without Toby. And yet we're constantly in the top four. What sides do is, when, when, when a key player is missing... For a long time, they find another way of playing. And it would be, maybe you'd see Mora and Son playing with Deli Alley playing as the playmaker, off of Kane and things. And you, you, I still believe we'd make it up. I don't think we'd collapse as a side just because we'd lost Eriksson. Right. But don't, don't take that in a way that I'm quite happy to see Christian Eriksson leave, because that's not what I'm saying. Mm. But Crackers, you made the point at 2-1, Eriksson gets that goal. And you were right, City seemed rattled. So what did you make? How do we let the game slip away from us again, Crackers? It just came too close to half-time and I think Man City got in, regrouped themselves mm. and uh, and out they come and sort of got got a foothold again. But that's 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 the difference, you know. They, they Teams that are that good can do that. You know, to, they say 2-0 is the most dangerous league. We got back to 2-1, but they rode the storm out, got to half-time came out and just reasserted their, their, their dominance, you know, and we didn't seem to be able to, to kick on. Maybe more are coming on a little bit sooner because he came on just after that third goal. Uh, he made an impact, didn't he, as crackers as well, Mora? Was you impressed with yeah. what you saw of him? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, see, this is, uh, as much as I don't like to be critical of Pochettino, He's, he does seem to hold players back when they come in, doesn't he? I, I don't mm. understand why he's not given Mora uh, Mora of a run. I'm sounding like <laughs> Sammy now, aren't I? <laughs> That's what he does to you. But, yeah, he's, <laughs> we love him. He's we love him. I, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to have seen him have a little bit more this season. He, he dabs players in like that, but he looks ready already, but, doesn't you know what's he? Funny, Crackers. He, I said exactly the same thing on social media on Saturday night about Mora, and I got criticism saying, "What are you talking about? That would have meant you know Son and Lamella and Ali wouldn't have had games." But all the comment I was making, the same as you, is that I would like to see Mora just given a bit more game time, just you know cameos. Yeah. We haven't really seen it, have we, Crackers? No, he's and do you know what? He looks like he will be murder oh, to does. defend against yeah, yeah. because I don't even think Mora knows what he's going to do next when he gets no. on the ball. No, no, no. you're right, so, you're right. He and, looks solid. And if, it, yeah. if, if he don't know what he's doing next, then I'm telling you, no, no one up against no. him does. No, he so he, he, just he, will, he will be able to empathy, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, I, in my opinion, is he, he came, and it would all be different if that shot that he, he hit from outside oh, goes the box, in. by yeah, the way, goes game. in. Then it's yeah. a totally different debate, isn't it? But I can yeah. see he, his leg work, his pace. He, he he's got it in him to tie defenses up like a pretzel. And I'm telling you now, <laughs> I think he's absolutely he, up and coming. Wise, I think he can he can definitely contend for a for, for, for a start. We'll have to see. That position seems to be the one that completely fills him. Dare I start the? You know, that everybody can feel sorry, Ricky, but dare I even say what would happen if Gareth Bale came oh, in with all don't. the rumours? Oh. What do you do then, mate? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I'll tell you what, you talk about depth. You would be like, ah, well, can we play everybody on the left? <laughs> and um, and we can have Kane in the centre. You know, I mean, it's 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 mad. Yeah, oh, let, me, let me ask you, Jase, because you were one of them that came back to me and said, well, you're bringing more in. Who are you going to bring in? Joey, Alex Reddick, Debster, Zach, Anton Clausen. They all asked the question, why has Mora not got more game time? Jase, have you got an answer then for them? Well, I think it's just a case of since since Mora signed, we've played, I think it's eight Premier League games since Mora's signed. We've won seven and drawn one. Some of those wins have been against Man United, Arsenal, the first one at Chelsea for 28 years. And we go to Liverpool, where, where most teams have struggled, and we get a result there. And if, if you look at that, I think Ali's got four in that time. Ericsson's got four. Sonny's got four. Kane's been scoring goals. So which one of those are you leaving out of a big game against Man United you're getting from them? And at the moment, you don't quite know what you're getting for Lucas Moura. I want to see Lucas Moura. I really hope he plays at Brighton. But like I say, I can understand why why when you're playing, let's say, 
you know, the game against um, the game against Arsenal at home. Are you going to say to Sonny, who's got 15 goals this season, sorry, Sonny, you're not playing. I'm going to play Lucas Moura. I'm going to do but, a, a real bolt from the blue. Has it he, not surprised you, though, Jace? I, I hear you, you say, Jace, but has it not surprised you that he's not had more cameo appearances? Forget starts, mate, but even to be introduced more, like Crackers has also acknowledged that. I just I find it baffling, Jace. We spent all this money to bring him in, all the effort to get him in January, and yet he hasn't really had much time in terms of coming on into games. Or is it because you've just no, tied I mean, these games that, up that's early, a fair, Chase? Good point. They're, I don't they're know. They're little cameo 20 minutes and mm. things. But, but, you know, I can understand why he's not started Premier League games. He's, he's started the Cup games. He's looked fantastic in them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I want to see him Jason play. With I that. Think we Do might you know that? see him play at, at Brighton mm. with, with perhaps one or two rested with, with Saturday in mind. It's not an anti Lucas Moura comment. I just say. How do you justify him starting when you're going to leave a player oh. out who's delivering performances week in, week out? That's true. You know, listen, if if if, uh, if Ali gets dropped, and as you see, he's done so well, mm. and um, he goes you to lose. Pochettino and he says, like, well, you know, I've been playing well, Gaffer, but you, you're starting, why are you starting Mara when I've done so well? I mean, Pochettino can't turn around and say, well, fat Dave from Kings Lynn on Twitter says he hasn't <laughs> seen enough of Mora. And so I thought I'd give him a go tonight instead of you, even though you've, you've done well. You can no, actually, he, like, he can't crack us, but, 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 but what, 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 players like, what players like Ali should understand is if they start Mora, who we, we all want to see bedded in, we know can be absolute class, you start him against teams like Brighton, and at which I think, you know... I, I think that our, our second squad have got a good chance of beating. Dare I say that? My God, I hope that's not a curse. But, the, <laughs> oh but, but you know, you'd be like careful, Sammy. Be start, careful. You're on well, thin well, ice. You'd like to see a lot more and more in a game like that, and you'd like to think the big characters would understand that's because they're being rested. Mm. Because we've got United coming up, and we yeah, need to give them yeah. a right good team to. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that, that, that players like you know you're resting the big players. Uh, they understand that they're being rested for a game like United, mate, and that's how you'd get players like Mora in yeah and, that's, and that's how you'd have to spin that wouldn't you you'd have to spin it that way and say we need you for, for Saturday and uh, so we're going to give you a bit of feet up and uh, yeah and play Mora instead so uh, but I just I do I do really love that crazy legs like what's he going to do next oh, element to him he looks yeah. like a player that would get you up off, you, off your seat he's like he, he's just like Sissoko who also doesn't know what he's going to do next but actually quite good with it so like it, it, <laughs> That's, that's, you know, seems to be seems to be the, the difference. Like, <laughs> oh dear, honestly. Can I just ask, Chats? The master you, of confusion. The, well, yeah, that that pretty much sums him up. I do love that, Sammy. That, that's spot on. Can I ask, Chats, before we move on to Brighton, looking ahead to them tonight? Tonight, uh, Jace, just back to you for a second. The third goal from the weekend against City, just to kind of sum that one up. Again, do you think Hugo's of any blame there for that third goal, or do, again, do you just think defensively we were just all over the shop when it comes to City wrapping that game up at the weekend? Well, we, we didn't deal with the corner particularly well. I think if Hugo wasn't going through the spell that he is, nobody would really have a problem with the third goal. But when you're going through that type of spell, every single go is is under the microscope. And, is, and you yeah. look at it and you think, could he have done better? Could he have done better? I think, you know, the shot comes in. He sees it late. I think it took a slight deflection. He's made a terrific reflex save. The same, exactly the same type of reflex save he made from a header at home to Bournemouth right at the start of the season. But because nobody scores the rebound, nobody mentions it, it just goes down as a fantastic save. You know, Sterling shouldn't have been left three yards away from him with nobody near him to, to tap it in either. I just, you know, possibly he could have turned it to the side, but I still think I, I'm not going to give Hugo any blame for the third goal at all. OK, well, tell you what, let's look ahead to tonight's game, Brighton. A massive chance to... React quickly, get the three points back on the road and back on the table. Um, let me come round to you, Sammy. So, Brighton, they've only won one of their last six games, 13th in the Premier League. They're coming to us on the back of a 3-2 defeat to fellow relegation rivals Crystal Palace at the weekend. What do you make of this one this evening, Sammy? A chance to get back to winning ways fairly quickly? Uh, yeah, more, more than a chance. I, I think it should be... Um, oh, God. I hate, I hate it trying to be confident because you can easily um, eat your words, can't oh, it's you, Tottenham. Ricky? Of course, uh, it's Tottenham. Well, well, it's football. Listen, football. Hey, look at the Champions League. Look, we've all been shot with football all the time. It's not just Tottenham that are Spursy these days, is it? But you know, I think that, you know it should be a walk in in in, in the park for us. Um, 
uh, to, to be honest. Okay, let me come round to you, Crackers, and ask you: What do you make of this one tonight? An opportunity to really bounce back quickly and get the three points? Yeah, very, very much so. The only thing we have to be a little bit careful of is those players with one eye at the weekend on the Man U game and wanting to be involved in that and trying to put us into a cup final. That's my only worry. And I think Chris Uton, who's a wily old goat, goat like that, he'll say, go yeah. out there, go and put it on them because there's a few boys out there that may not fancy yeah. this in yeah. case they, they get a little yeah. knock for Saturday. So that's what we have to be mindful of. We need to get into that game and put a really good, solid early marker down in it uh, and try and get a good couple of goals up um, for, for right, right from the off. Um, but, yeah, so we, it, that's one thing we have to be a little bit little bit mindful of. That's my only worry. If we didn't have Saturday on the horizon, then I'd say, yeah, that's a great place to go and bounce back. No problems at all there. They've only beaten, you know... Um, uh, uh, non-title contenders like Swansea, Arsenal, um, <laughs> or West Ham, uh, you know, the likes of, mate, all these teams that just, uh, you know, are not going to be seen anywhere near the top four for uh, for a long time. They won't be. I mean, can I go back to you for a second, Crackers, just ask you then, on the back of what you just said there, in terms of the team, how many changes are you expecting tonight? Are we looking at four or five? Less than that? Because obviously a big game no, in the yeah, I, I, I think it'll be less than that. He doesn't, Pochettino doesn't seem to, to do that, does he? No, completely, really. completely, you know, change the team. And let's face it, the Premier League is still over and above the FA Cup in the club's priorities. So finishing top four and getting the Champions League again will far, far, far outweigh the FA Cup might not to us, you know, old boys that remember like mm. the FA Cup fondly still, but it's a very, very different game now. So those three points tomorrow night are going to be more important than making an FA Cup final. So, bit sadly in some ways, but that's just the, the way it is. So I can't really see that many changes at all. To be to be honest, I think it will be a full strength team that goes out. Okay, and Jace, ask the same question to you then. What do you expect in terms of team-wise there? You mentioned Crackers there, say, the fact that, you know, got a big game coming up this Saturday, but at the same time, Pochettino has kind of realigned the focus and said, look, it's still very important we finish in the top four. On that basis, what kind of team are you expecting to see tonight, Jace? Difficult to know. I, I hope he doesn't make too many changes because I think when we've made four or five changes, our performance level has dropped when, when you're playing four or five players that aren't are just not regular players anymore so it, I, I certainly want Kane to play up front I think it's a good chance for him to to find that little bit of sharpness that he hasn't looked so I, I definitely want Kane playing I wouldn't be protecting him for for Saturday's game at all I might rest Ali and give Mora and Son the, the, the places behind Kane with Ericsson between them and, and an ideal situation if you're you're two or three goals up you can you can bring Ali off the bench and, and give Ericsson a half an hour's rest that way but I, I'm not sure is Rose fit tonight? No so what we've been told by Pochettino in his, out, in his pre-match press conference is that Lucas Moura could start tonight and also Toby Edeville is expected to be in the squad. Sammy let me ask you is this the kind of game that you do put maybe Edeville in and Oh, no, Toby, Toby, isn't it? Every time, mm. mate. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. I'm sort of, <laughs> I'm just sour grapes about it, mate. I'm, 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 I'm a little bit like, well, do I want him there? Does he want to be there? If he does, then I want him there. But yeah. he's not giving us any signs that he wants to be in the squad. Well, so his quite PR frankly, team are doing a cracking job on the social media. I've got to say, Sammy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to say yeah, that. Yeah, brilliant. They doing know that. what they're doing, mate. They, they know what they're doing. We're not. Yeah, we're not all naive not to be able to see mm. through that, are we? I think uh, we all know what's going on. But mm. quite honestly, his, his, his talent is is obviously always welcomed at Tottenham. And I would yeah. never want to be one of those fans that turns their back on players when they leave uh, at Tottenham like, you know, um, and be bitter about it. I don't think that's what represents our club. I think we're loyal fans, respectful fans. Yeah. I'd like to think the majority anyway, even though there's always bad eggs. And um, the, the thing is with, with, with Alderweire Weld, he's got the respect for me, but if he doesn't want to play, get the boys on there that do, you know, give them the chance, like we were saying before with the Mora scenario. Well, it looks like Mora may start tonight. I'll ask you, Jace, would you be intrigued to give Alderweire a game this evening? Because obviously... 
as we say, there's a massive game coming on Saturday. You know, is the opportunity there to give him a game tonight? I'd play. I'd. I'd be. I'd maybe give Toby a game if I were definitely going to pick Dyer and Dembele in front of him. Right. Okay. What I don't want to see is Toby coming back and Wanyama and Sissoko with Dembele rested and Eric Dyer rested for Sunday so that you're weakening centre of midfield right in front of Toby where teams may then be able to get at Toby even easier than they could do. So for me, if Toby plays, then it has to be Dembele and Dyer to, to just give that little bit of protection to cover what, what's going to be natural rustiness for him anyway. But if you've got a, if you've got to rest Dembele, and that's the key decision for me, is 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 Dembele rested or does Dembele play? If Dembele's rested, who's coming in for him? Because you can't have Wanyama and Dyer in that central position because it's not you have you just haven't got enough creativity that in there. Me, so, that makes me that, that the, worries me. Logic is that every time Dembele has been rested <laughs> lately, Sissoko plays, and, I, and there'll be absolute meltdown if Sissoko plays. So if you <laughs> want Dembele rested. You're going to have to pick Sissoko, so you know that's going to be your key decision, I think. And everything then revolves around that position. Does Kane play? Are we kind of unanimous on that? All of us? Do we think Kane, Kane plays, plays for me? Kane plays. Oh, yes, Kane plays. Yeah. Kane plays. We're four nil up with 15 minutes to go. I'm not taking Kane off at all. He's right. playing 90 minutes for me. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm with you there, Jason. And and, and I think as well. Um, you know, if he's ever going to... Can he catch Mo Salah? That's a different debate as well. Mm. But if he's ever going to, you, you'd, you'd want him to, to put three or four against there's, Brighton, there's, wouldn't you? There's That'd no doubt chance. Kane we wanted to play, wouldn't he? There's no doubt Kane we wanted to play every single minute of every single game now, come towards the end of the season. I'll tell you what, let's try and get some predictions in, guys, for this game tonight. A big game, chance to bounce back ahead of a massive FA Cup semi-final to come this weekend. Let's start with you, Crackers. What are you going to go for for tonight's game against Brighton? We'll find a way uh, 2-1 Spurs. 2-1. So it's be quite close in crackers, you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it'll be quite close. OK, 2-1. Jace, over to you. I'll go 2-0. 2-0. OK, and Sammy? Uh, it's 3-0 for me, Ricky. I think we've, uh, we'll have we'll find our feet in this one and go straight into that, that, that semi-final confident. And can I just say as well, mm, yeah. I'm com... <laughs> You guys are going to hate me. Oh. I'm confident in the semi-final as well. I, I, I just feel now we're, we're, that was it was bound to happen against City. I felt it coming. I'm sure everybody else could feel that was going to happen. I mean, Brighton are thrashing three nil, and then we're going to do Man United two nil in the cup as well. How's that for you? There you go, Sammy. Give us the double one, Crackers. We've got to ask you, having you on obviously this evening, this big one FA Cup semi-final on Saturday. I mean. They don't really come much bigger than this. You do have a feeling, Crackers, that it's coming to that point in this, you know, Pochettino's tenure at Spurs where there's a lot of fans that are kind of, you know, saying this has got to be his opportunity. This has got to be his moment. How big is it for you, Crackers, this FA Cup semi-final? Because like you say, as one of the old boys, you appreciate this cup competition and maybe some of the younger folk out there. Uh, I, I love the FA Cup. Still magic for me. It's what I fell in love with, with Spurs and that sort of 81 side. Um... So I, I do love the FA Cup. I appreciate that it's sort of lost its value a little bit in the in the modern day. Um, but yeah, it, it mean it mean everything to me, and I think it would be a great springboard as well for the players there to learn how to get over the line. I think that's something that we're lacking. Everything else is there except that little bit of knowledge and that little bit of experience of getting over the line. So to do it in the FA Cup would really, really give that squad loads of belief going forward in the next season and, and in future. And then once once you've gone up those steps and done it, mm. you know, as you know, I do the Legends Nights with, with Mickey Hazard and Graham Roberts and they, they you know, they've all said once once you get one, that's it. You get that taste. You want some more. It, yeah. it really does serve, serve as, a, as a springboard. So I'm just hoping that the, the pressure of making a final and winning a final, which there does seem to be this Spurs need to win a cup. I, I ignore it, but you, you know, you hear it so much in the end, it does have a little bit of effect. I'm hoping that that pressure doesn't tell on Saturday, but, but you know, Spurs have to do something this season. So uh, yeah, let, let, let's just hope, let's just hope that's not the case. Okay. Can we do it crackers? Yes, absolutely. We can. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Man United don't don't look the, the team for me that they they were 
Um, I, I don't, I don't buy into Mourinho at all. To be honest, uh, he, he was he was the special once, wasn't he? I think he was. he's uh, it, that that team just doesn't look like it's playing under him. And if we're at it, then de- definitely, 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 we 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 can do that. If we can knock over teams like Madrid and do what we've done to Juve. And uh, I mean, it's only City really that's mm. had it over us this season. Yep. Then we can definitely do it to them if we're at it. Of course, most certainly. And Jay, just in case you aren't on Wednesday's episode, which I know is touch and go at the moment, any thoughts about the FA Cup semi-final? If we don't get a chance to speak to you about it, no, I'm not even thinking about it, mate. Let's get Brighton out of the way. There I just want go. three points tonight at Brighton, and then we'll worry about the, the semi-final then. But you, you just don't know. You can you could be playing Brighton tonight, and you can pick up a bad injury or. Or maybe Hugo does get a sending off this week, or anything like that. So don't don't look too far ahead. Let's just get Brighton out of the way first. Guys, just have to say before we go, I cannot thank you enough for every single one of your questions sent into the last word on Spurs. I think we had about forty odd plus this week. We're so sorry as always. We can't get through to getting all the questions answered. As always, Jason very kindly answers all of your questions. You can have a look at the answer to your question personally on our Twitter page of at Last Word on Spurs. They also go up on our Facebook. page page as well so feel free to check that out guys enjoy the show we are going to be back on Wednesday night discussing hopefully Spurs beating Brighton and a big big semi-final FA Cup preview to come against Jose Munoz Manchester United enjoy the show and come on you Spurs Sports Social Podcast Network Hello it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino coincidence I think not everybody's loving having fun with it Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary BGW. void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus.